I think Michigan State may have messed up just like Mel Tucker. There seems to be a little delay or a cover-up while this story develops. Well, the latest Lockdown Big Ten starts right now. You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm Craig Sheep. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we're brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Lockdown College for $20 off your first purchase. Michigan State may have messed up here, and Mel Tucker releases a statement. Plus, later on, Matt Sheehan from Lockdown Spartans will join us for all the latest on this story. Plus, we'll have some fun at the end with our Tuesday tweets. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way, you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. All right, we'll get to the Mel Tucker released statement in just a minute. That was new from Monday. But as you know, Michigan State has suspended football coach Mel Tucker without pay. The USA Today investigation, of course, stated that Tucker has been accused of sexual harassment as part of a Title IX investigation that has been going on and a hearing after this investigation concluded in July. A hearing is scheduled for October. Those are the details you know coming out of the weekend. You also may know that Harlan Barnett, the secondary coach, will be the interim head coach, and former head coach Mark D'Antonio will have an advisory head coach role as well. Uh, Tucker, who is in his fourth year at Michigan State, and um, he signed that 10-year, $95 million extension back in 2021. If he is fired for cause, the university would not owe him the remaining $75, $80 million remaining on that deal. He is accused of unwelcomed phone sex, and it was not consensual according to the lady involved. He says it was. It was a conversation to a rape victim and a sexual assault victim's advocate, Brenda Tracy. This is who the school has hired several times to come talk to the football team about sexual violence. So you couldn't have picked a worse person to uh, have be accused uh, of doing this with. Tracy um, was even the honorary captain of the Spartan Spring practice game in April of 2022. The alleged inappropriate phone call between Tucker and Tracy then took place 12 days after the spring game in 2022. The investigation that has since been going on concluded in July. The title nine hearing, as I said earlier, is in October specifically it's October 5th and 6th. That happens to be the bye week for the Spartans football team. So I have some questions because stuff still doesn't add up with me. Mel Tucker did not deny any of these accusations when questioned by the investigative attorney. The only difference is he said that these phone sex calls were consensual between him and Brenda Tracy, whether it was consensual or not. There's a clause all about moral turpitude in his contract. A coach representing the university has to go above and beyond with his or her public or private behaviors. So that 
makes this a bit of a sticky situation. I pointed out that the university has known about this story for some time, or at least, well, we know they have known about it. Now, there are some questions here about a Title IX investigation and the confidentiality that is supposed to be uh, involved through all of this. But somebody knew, somebody leaked this to USA Today. That's what really um, I have a big question mark about now and why suspend them now if allegedly maybe somebody knew about it before or were they just going to wait and ride this thing out until the hearing in october and hope for the best or fire your coach in the middle of the season none of that makes sense to me right now and i have an inquisitive mind so i'm sure you do too so um yeah i i don't know the timeline just doesn't doesn't fit with me this is a university that has dealt with larry nasser the massive sexual predator who is behind bars for the rest of his life. It was a story in 2017 about Tom Izzo and his staff reaching out to a witness in an investigation of alleged sexual misconduct activity of a basketball player before the witness was actually talked to by police or investigators. So that story was out there. And just last year, look, the poor campus at East Lansing, they went through a school shooting, which doesn't have anything to do with this, but this is a campus that has been in the public eye with some pretty heavy life issues as of late. Uh, and yet the school seems like to me anyway, that it was willing to buy some time on this Mel Tucker issue, at least uh, until the scheduled hearing while the uh, investigation concluded, but then the USA Today story kind of changed all that, put everything on the front burner right away. That's the part that a lot of people seem to be upset about, and that doesn't make sense with me as well. The fact that the uh, hearing uh, was scheduled during the football's, uh, football team's bye week also tells me uh, the university wasn't so much in a hurry to interrupt the football season, um, as long as none of this was taking place in the public eye, right? The USA Today report, and by the way, they hired the investigators. So for the Title IX invested, the school did. So how much they knew and what they knew, they knew something. They knew something was going on. They had to. How much? Don't know at this point. Um, but again, that USA Today report kind of changed everything. And this all comes on the heels of a weekend, which uh, Michigan State went 2-0. They got the 45-14 win over Richmond on Saturday. And they host the Washington Huskies this upcoming weekend. Now, I would presume due to legal reasons, if Tucker is fired, it probably will not be before the October hearing. They want to have all the due process and orderly and everything like that. So I don't think anything's going to happen right away. Plus, the university's dealing with the remaining portion of this contract, right? $75, $80 million with it. This is now a serious situation. Now, Tucker and his lawyers uh, claim innocence, and they're also going to be watching what the university does here moving forward. You know, they would love it if the university made a mistake or rushed to something. They're trying to get all that money. I mean, $80 million is $80 million, right? Well, I will also tell you that Mel Tucker released a statement. He didn't want to remain silent anymore. He released a statement through the Detroit uh, Free Press or through his attorney. I read it in the Detroit Free Press on Monday. And... He, again, calls these accusations completely false. And he did acknowledge that there was some sort of relationship here with this lady. It was intimate. It was adult. It was in a relationship. That's how he characterized it. He says that Michigan State's investigation is unfair and biased. 
He says the inquiry is used to get out of the remainder of the 10-year, $95 million contract that he signed in 2021. Interesting he mentioned that. And he also threw out there that Miss Tracy's attorney told him and his attorneys from the very beginning that he, Mel Tucker, should not lose his job over this, but it would take a lot of money to make it all go away. What do you think about that? So a lot of he said, she said here, very complicated issue. It is going to go on for a while. So coming up in a minute, we are going to talk with Matt Sheehan from Locked On Spartans. He covers this uh, very closely and has been over the past couple of days. So we'll get his insight. All that coming up next on Locked On Big Ten. And we are brought to you by Game Time. And with Game Time, this is a great app to use to buy tickets to any game. Maybe you're going to that Michigan State-Washington game. Who knows? You want some tickets at the last second? Get the Game Time app. They have exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater. They literally have absolutely everything you can think of. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, a couple of taps on the phone, and you're all set. The tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email or anything like that. And um, with the app, you can create an account and use Locked On College, uh, the code Locked On College, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply there. Again, create an account and re your redeem code is Locked On College for $20 off. So it is a fantastic deal. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Well, now on Locked On Big Ten, I am joined by Locked On Spartans Matt Sheehan. And we got a lot to talk about, obviously. Nothing but Mel Tucker these days. Matt, how are you? Uh, good. I, I thought we were going to talk about MSU's win against Richmond. That, that's not what we're talking about here today. That's wow. I feel blindsided here, Craig, man. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because I'm sitting around, uh, Sunday afternoon, just kind of regathering my thoughts on what happened over the big 10. And that was one of the games I was thinking about and <laughs> watching NFL football. And all of a sudden all these stories come just dropping out about three, four o'clock in the afternoon, Sunday. What were you doing when you found out about Mel Tucker? Oh boy! I, well, when I got it, it was like one in the morning, one thirty in the morning. I was I was getting ready to go to bed, Craig. I was getting ready for a nice, peaceful night of sleep, and then I got a five minute heads up from someone that, hey, pretty damning stories coming down the pike here uh, by ESPN, and I'm thinking, eh, how bad can it be? And by the way, hey, you dump a story at one a.m. on week one of NFL, no one's gonna know about this. Come on, and then we'll, oh my God, you read the story, and uh, okay, this is this is serious. <laughs> this is pretty bad. So. Uh, and then I was up until like two thirty in the morning, just wondering Goodness. what's going to happen now. So, yeah. Well, when you go back on the timeline of this story, um, it's obvious that Michigan state has known about it for a little while and they seem to be content to let it roll or at least get to the bye week before the hearing. What do you think? Did they actually, and, and this is a school that has dealt with Larry Nasser. So I'm just wondering, I mean, were they covering this up? So I don't think so. And they didn't make a good enough job at making that clear in the press conference with Alan Hallow, the athletic director. Uh, he said some things, but he didn't say the number one thing that he should have said. This was actually brought up by Dan Murphy hours after the press conference. And Dan Murphy is the one who initially dropped the story before USA Today. But he said that per Title IX um, just protocol, 
the employer can't know the details of the complaint. And that was the first, the first time that we heard about it was the same time that many people within MSU heard about it as well, because that is protocol. I mean, according to the experts. So it was very bizarre to say, this has been going on since what March or December, and there's been no suspension. Like you guys knew about this. Turns out they didn't entirely know about that. And We'll just leave it to Michigan State PR to not even bring that up during the press conference. I mean, if there's one thing that can make you look somewhat good in all this, it is that you were truly ignorant and they couldn't even do that. So glad Dan Murphy had that tweet that cleared up a lot because, yeah, without that, it certainly does look like, A, they were just going to let this go to October and praying to God that no one knew or B, that there would be a cover-up, but no, behind door number three, it, it, it's just the way the Title IX investigations go. So that was a, a, a nice little tidbit there from, from Dan, I guess. And even after it was concluded in July, between July and now, you still don't think that they knew that was there was still confidentiality, even through, they're supposed to be confidential all the way through the hearing in October? Yeah, that's the interesting part because maybe they just saw Mel's side of the story and he puts up a side of the story that says, no, this was consensual, yada, yada, yada. And so maybe they thought that there was a lack of evidence from her point of view or enough strong evidence on Mel Tucker's point of view where it's, okay, you know, we're going to get through this all together. And then, then you really get all the details included in the story. And, uh, well, you realize that mm, this isn't going to be one of those things where you can just... Uh, Take it to the one-yard line, and no one's going to find out. It it just kind of blew up. Yeah. Well, okay, so um, even if this was consensual, that whole uh, moral turpitude is the word I'm learning now. And, you know, he's he can't do that as a, as a figurehead at, at Michigan State. They can probably get him on that if they want to, right? That's the biggest thing I've been preaching uh, on Locked on Spartans here is that, okay, let's say it is his side of the story. It is all above board. It is just two adults having a relationship. Look, I – I know that maybe the normal person can have a relationship like this. You are not a normal person, Mel. You are a $95 million CEO of Young Men football program representing a university. There are 8 billion people in this world. If you want to carry on a relationship like this, choose anyone else but the sexual assault awareness spokesperson that you've had to your campus numerous times and then having this relationship with. Like that's the crazy thing to me. How do you go forward with this? Let's say, like we said, it is all consensual. How do you go forward coaching these young men? How do you go forward with this program? Because, well, cat's out of the bag. You had this going on on the side. We're just going to go hold hands and skip merrily through the future, acting like everything's okay? Like, the, yeah. there is no plausible way that this can just go on and everything be fine. And God, just never mind walking into a recruit's house with all this on your Wikipedia page. I mean, it's, you can't go forward with this. It's fair or not. I mean, look, adults can have relationships, but I, not ones that make $95 million to represent a university. Like, no, even if it is his side of the story, it's not, not good enough. Not good enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mel did release a statement to his attorney on Monday. I saw it in the Detroit Free Press. He is claiming that this whole thing is twisted. He again said he this the story's not right, that it was consensual. He also suggested that this investigation has not been fair, and he suggested that she said, well, listen, uh, I don't want you, want you to lose your job over this, but this is going to cost a lot of money to make it go away. Uh, yeah, and that's why it's going to be so messy. Um, I don't know if anyone out there knows Mel Tucker, quite a big contract here, and there's about 70-ish million dollars left on the table. He's going to want at least uh, a good chunk of that, and Michigan State is going to see want to save a good chunk of that as well. But yeah, the 
his statement is very interesting because I mean, how many times you see this all the time when something like this pops up that the two sides could not be telling more opposite stories. So uh, it is truly a he said, she said sort of thing. Uh, look, there's probably truth in the middle of all of it, but man, it, it, this, this isn't just a week long story. This is going to get messy. It's going to drag out because like I said, Michigan state, we, we just cannot move forward with this. They're going to find something to fire him with cause in October, but will it be enough or will they have to say, Hey, here's a settlement of, $40 million to all move on with our lives. Like, I, I don't know that this is going to drag and drag and drag. And uh, just, it's great to be a Michigan state fan again. This is great. It's awesome. Yeah. He, you know, he even suggested that they just want to get out of this contract. And I just, I'm just, if USA today had not broken this I, I, again, the, the investigation was over July. Were they just going to wait for the hearing and then and fire him in October if it didn't go his way? Or were they hoping for the best uh, case yeah. scenario coming out of the hearing in October that everything's fine? I just I just don't. I'm trying to get in the head of Michigan State administrators, and I can't quite find the right sweet spot. And that's valid. I mean, I don't know if I have much of an argument to put up against it because, I, I yeah, I think maybe the end goal for the people that knew and – who knows who knew what? I mean, the the protocol says that no one should know, but maybe someone did. Is that, yeah, it was all going to be brought out that it was bogus and that Mel Tucker did have a compelling enough story and she had lack of evidence and all that stuff. And they were just going to move forward with it and then pray that it was all going to be okay. But uh, uh, Craig, it's not. It's not all okay at all, actually, because but you, 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 you picked Brenda Tracy to do this with. I mean, that's... Yeah. A lot of other people in the world, Mel. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Um, let me ask you this. So the weird situation, I, I, the, oh, this story just keeps getting more and more strange. Mark yeah. D'Antonio is going to come out of retirement and be the associate head coach. What do you think about that? Unique. Uh, and I'm actually hearing that, like, the players are pretty fired up about that. And also, well, the donors, because they're going to be pretty important, too, in this next few months as we well, are just going to try to hire another head coach here. But Mark D'Antonio, uh, he has a good fan base within very uh, influential people at Michigan State. And uh, yeah, it'll be nice to see him on the sideline. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, headset i'm calling plays i'm teaching these guys how to play the game or if it's just going to be your classic you know barry alvarez at the rose bowl moment where he's just kind of there as a token but that'll be interesting to see how this unfolds for mark moving forward here is it going to be a weak thing is it the rest of the season i but hey i mean if the players are happy to have them sure I, who, who am i to say no i mean I'm, I'm excited to see the old ball coach out there i just hope it uh goes a little bit better than it did the last two years of his tenure here at michigan state that's that's all it's Matt Sheehan is with us from Locked On Spartans. Okay, you've been doing this for a few years. Let's actually talk uh, coaching. What was your opinion of Mel Tucker? He had that dynamite year that he turned into the $95 million. It was a subpar year last year. Good start this year. What do you think of him as a coach? You know what? I wasn't entirely sure about that until this all started to happen. And one of my first thoughts, uh, sickly enough, you know, I'm not proud of this, but uh, man, get out of the contract now. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. We could, we could move on to the next chapter here. We're not going to have the $70 million albatross around our neck potentially. So in that, that, when I had that thought that that made it pretty clear. Oh, I guess I have not been sold on this the entire time here. Uh, 2021 great time. Peach bowl K nine, the full nine yards, but man, I, he has brought some good talented players here, but recruiting isn't just exactly what we thought it would be here in East Lansing. And that was his calling card. Like that is why he came to Michigan state. That was the flash that he brought here 
is that he can recruit like no one's business. And it, it, it turned into really no one's business, not even his business. I mean, again, he has gotten some good players up here, but it, it's been a far cry from what we all thought it could be, especially after that 11 win season, 2021. I mean, it's so it's yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready for the next thing, Craig. I, I'm ready to go. <laughs> He's, he spoke on media days in Indianapolis about the investment that this team made in the front seven defensively because they got gashed last year. They had injuries. By the way, after two weeks, I think Michigan State is tied for third in the country in sacks. So that part seems to be improved, right? Uh, that's the thing. It's like it's been an okay start to the year, and there's not a lot of expectations this year. The over-under was five and a half. And, yeah, sure, it was against Central and Richmond, who is not even a good FCS team, unfortunately. Like, like – Craig, me and you can team up for seven sacks against Richmond. No disrespect to the Spiders, but uh, <laughs> look, the secondary actually looked okay, and that is where the young talent that Mel Tucker brought in is in the secondary. They also do have some good guys in the front seven, just like you mentioned. So it is a good start to the season. Big test against Washington this Saturday, and that's what makes this timing so fun here. Like, hey, as if facing, in my opinion, the number one offense in the nation isn't hard enough. Let's just rip an F5 tornado through the football building uh, just right before and just see how that goes. But we're going to see how headstrong these kids are. I feel terrible for them. This is a BS situation they've been put in. They didn't do anything to deserve this. And, uh, yeah, now now it's it's just all eyes on them to see just really how strong they can bond together the rest of the season. It's it, it's a horrible situation for them. So, yeah. One, one more question for you. I, Mel Tucker said right before the first game, he says, regarding the starting quarterback, Noah Kim and, and Kaden Hauser, he says, well, you're going to find out who my starting quarterback is when you see whoever takes the field. Turned yeah. out to be Noah Kim. I think he looks the part, but what's your opinion of Noah Kim as the starting quarterback? Uh, not too shabby. It's a slow starts to games like in Central and Richmond, and then against Richmond, he bounced back with 15 straight completions, 81% completion total. So, it's been solid. I am pretty surprised how it ended, though, because Noah Kim is a three-star holdover from the D'Antonio era. Kaden Hauser, he was this flashy four-star guy, Elite 11 uh, participant. And it turns out that, like I thought, that they were going to be like, all right, hey, Kim, you get two series. Hauser, you get two series. Or you get a half. You get a half. Like, no, it Kim the whole way. And he has looked the part. He's got live legs. He makes some pretty solid throws with this young receiving course. So, so far, so good. But, again, uh, I don't want to get ahead of my skis here. I would love to see it against teams that aren't the Central Michigan Chippewas or the Richmond Spiders. Uh, but, yeah, say, so far, so good. All right, I hear you. I hear you. Well, please. since I've been doing this podcast since June, doing all solo so far, you are officially my first guest, Matt. I hope to have you on again. Thank you very much. Would love to come on again. Thanks a lot, Craig. Appreciate you. All right, that's Matt Sheehan for Locked On Spartans. And by the way, you can follow and subscribe him, just as like I ask you to do with me every single day. Coming up, we've got Tuesday Tweets right here on Locked On Big Ten. And, of course, we are brought to you by FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 or 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. And you know, the first week of the season is in the books as well. I mean, we're rolling with the NFL, so a special deal for you. All customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. How about that? Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props. I love the prop bets. 
anybody can pick games. I love the prop bets. It keeps some, the games even way more interesting than they already are. You can do that and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season with an offer that you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, now it is time for a feature that we do every Tuesday called Tuesday Tweets. We always go on uh, social media. And by the way, you can follow us on Twitter at TalkBig10. Also appreciate your comments right here down below uh, on uh, on YouTube, those of you watching the video. So I'm going to pop this up on screen as we do each and every Tuesday. Grabbed a few of these. Um, this one is from at G underscore Eno Bambino. And this is a picture of a Michigan state crowd, Michigan state football. And it just says beat Washington with the green hearts. Like, uh, we were just talking with Matt Sheehan. This is, this is a tough task. A big, good team is coming in and there's a lot of turmoil with this Michigan state football team right now. So they, they need uh, help and support against Michael Penix Jr. and the Washington Huskies. All right, elsewhere, here is one from at Heavens FX. This is Brian Ferentz uh, uh, looking very giddy when the defense scores. As you all know, Brian Ferentz and Iowa, they need to score 25 points a game. Doesn't matter how they get there. His job is on the line. And, you know, when a defense scores, that helps you out all the more. And uh, Sebastian Castro with a pick six interception against Iowa State this weekend. I'm sure that uh, Brian Ferentz was very happy. He'll take it. He'll take it, right? So the Hawkeye fans, by the way, but to 2-0, and oh, uh, very good start. Uh, here's another one from uh, Inno Bambino. Uh, this is uh, Sparty and uh, Spartan Nation, 10 toes down with this team. Go green. Everybody supporting the Spartans with the tough week. I just noticed I'm even wearing green today here on Lockdown Big Ten. All right, and uh, here is from at Wolverine Chronicle, J.J. McCarthy. He's the highest-graded quarterback in the entire country through two weeks with a 94.4 score. Uh, K.J. Jefferson uh, next, and then Michael Penix Jr. from Washington will be coming to Michigan State at 91.2. Shadur Sanders, do yourself a favor and watch the kid play with the Colorado Buffaloes. He is something else. And uh, Jackson Dart. Uh, coming in at five. That is Wolverine Chronicle with the tweet. At Barstool, uh, University of Iowa. Uh, congratulations, to Coach Ferrets, on the 200th win. Yeah, not only did he beat one of his arch rivals over the weekend and get the, get the dub, that was his 200th win. Uh, congratulations, Kirk Ferrets, on that. That was very, very impressive. And here is at Barstool MSU, uh, Mark, Mark D'Antonio, a true Spartan. Here's a picture of him uh, looking in a suit and tie, saying goodbye after retirement. And uh, his words to athletic director Alan Holler, quote, whatever you need, I'm here to help, unquote. Well, guess what? He's going to be an associate head coach coming out of retirement to help out after this Mel Tucker scenario. So he's going to, you're going to see, uh, you're going to see him back on the sidelines in Michigan state. And uh, meanwhile, here is at Huskers talk. Interesting note, team sacks, Nebraska leads the country in sacks. They haven't won any games yet, but they lead the country in sacks with 11 over two games um, tied with Tennessee, Michigan state right there uh, tied uh, for third, with 10 sacks, five per game making this list. So pretty impressive list there. Big 10 up at the top at the sack exchange around college football. Pretty neat. 
Okay, and uh, that's a look at Tuesday tweets for this week. And coming up tomorrow, we'll get you caught up. Spent a lot of days talking about Mel Tucker. Got a few uh, notes I want to share with you, some thoughts from the last weekend as we segue into looking ahead to week three. We will be doing that, and I hope you join us for that. I want to thank you for making this podcast, Lockdown Big Ten, your first listen each and every day. day. And uh, uh, I love having you on and uh, having, having you join us. Also want to thank Matt Sheehan from Lockdown Spartans for joining us today. That was a lot of fun. Many ways to contact and interact with me throughout. Of course, Twitter is always an option, at Talk Big Ten. And comments here on YouTube, I go through them almost every day. And uh, some make me laugh. Some are pretty interesting. And some are head scratchers. But I, that's what it's all about. <laughs> so uh, we'll do that. Feel free to subscribe. Get those subscription numbers up. I'm at it. Please, you're helping me out. Uh, and you can follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app. And get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it becomes available each and every day. Also want to invite you to join Lockdown Sports today. That podcast for the latest everything uh, of everything going on in sports. And also check out my friend, Matt Sheehan for lockdown Spartans. He'll have all the absolute latest details of this Mel Tucker story for sure. So um, enjoy that as you will. And I can't wait till we talk again. I can't believe how fast this time has gone. Thank you for joining us. I'm Craig Sheeman for lockdown big 10.